Hello, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs, and I hope you're having a wonderful start to your Tuesday. This is my fourth attempt of not getting tongue-tied starting my podcast. (laughs) It's just been that kind of morning for me. This is my birthday week. Uh, My birthday is actually on Sunday. I was born on Father's Day, and this year just happens to fall on Father's Day. And I'm a little... What is the word? Um, I'm kind of blown away. So this year is my 35th year of life. And birthdays aren't usually a big deal to me. Uh, But, you know, I feel like 35 is is a milestone for women. It's the like, you have to make a decision about kids. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's kind of like that that kind of feeling like I have to make some huge life decisions tomorrow. And so um, it's just, there's a lot of feels involved with turning 35. But I wanted to share with you some of the things that I do coming to my birthday. And actually, this is a great time for everyone to start to assess and make new goals. Because we're halfway through the year. Anyone who's made a New Year's resolution, Um, or had done something because of the new year, generally speaking, the statistics are they stop doing it by February. So half of the year, June, it can be really helpful to recommit, to reassess, and to move yourself with uh, inspiration, empowerment, encouragement uh, to, to go in the direction you want. Therefore, What I'm going to do for you right now is share with you my birthday tradition. And if it's something you want to take on as your half year marker, join in. I think it can be really great because it just resets everything. You know, birthdays and uh, New Year's, that's all just kind of made up things. But for some reason, because it feels square and it's, you know, we, we can fit into that box, it's easier to make choices and make changes based off of that calendar in our mind. So just keep in mind, you always have the option of creating a new day. Okay, so one of the things that I do for New Year And for my birthday is I assess where I've been and then I make some BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals for myself going forward. So I'm going to share with you some of the questions that I ask myself to reflect on my past year. And I'm going to give you a strategy for really creating some powerful BHAGs that will take you forward in the rest of the year. Okay, so I asked myself a few questions. The first question I asked myself to reflect on the past year is what was your most memorable part of the past year? So right now, my past year is from June to June. My most memorable moment was moving to Florida. Um, I moved to Florida in January from New York City. I was living on the Upper East Side. I moved because my quality of life was just going down and I felt like I needed something different. 
and I moved to Florida where I now drive a car and I have a washer and dryer in my apartment and I have a lot of space and I get to see the sky and I met a guy and it's just all amazing, but it wasn't easy. I left my friends and I left my life and I got some resistance from people that I loved and, you know, it it wasn't easy. So that was probably the most memorable part of my past year. Um, Okay, so the next question that I asked myself, what were the three biggest lessons you learned from the past year? I think the three biggest lessons that I learned, consistency is key to everything that you ever want. Consistency is the key. Um, Let's see. Next is be authentic and real. People really appreciate authentic and real. And then lastly, oh yes, integrity. Integrity is either following your heart and what you know you need to do, or you do the opposite and you follow your ego. Nothing good ever comes from following your ego. Those were my three biggest lessons. Next question how are you different now versus last year? That is a loaded, loaded question. Um, I'm different in a lot of ways. However, I feel like I am more strong in who I am as a person. Every year I get more and more authentically Angela. I'm goofy, I play, I don't care what others think about me when I play. So I feel like I've gotten stronger in who I am and it just gets more and more <laughs> loud as I get older. So um, in looking at my past year, at looking at what I learned, now I get to kind of decide where I go in the future, where I go next. Next step is now moving forward, creating BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. And I'm sorry, this is a longer podcast today, so I I promise I will keep this short and we'll just talk about it all week long. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so there are five things you need to create a BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. So part of it is you got to get the first step. And if you've listened to any of the other ones, this will sound very familiar. However, it is so important that this first step be in place or there's no point. The first step in creating a BHAG, you have to get clear and specific about what it is that you want. Okay, so one of my goals for the next year is well, actually, I have two, two big ones. I want to do another Ironman next year. Um, it, I just, I'm not ready this year to do another one, but I definitely want to do another Ironman. I'm definitely doing a half marathon in November, um, and I might even do a marathon coming up in February. However, I want to do another Ironman, and I want to do them a lot. 
The other thing is I want to build a multi six-figure business uh, with my coaching program. So those are two very clear. I actually know the amount that I want to make in my business, but those are two very clear, very specific BHAGs that I have for the next 12 months. Step number two in creating a BHAG. So now that you're clear, now that you're specific about what you want, you got to have a plan and you need to schedule the plan. All right. So if I know in the next 12 months, I want to do an Ironman, I need to go find one, put it into my calendar, and then plan my training schedule backwards. Same thing with my business. What do I have to do to reach the number that I want to see? Go 12 months in the future, write that number down and break it apart backwards. That is a clear, specific plan. And not only making the plan, I need to put it into my calendar. This is where we get stopped. It's easy to make the dream like in your head, but until you put it in a calendar, until you create a plan and schedule it, then then it lives in the world of dreams. Put it in the world of reality by actually putting it into your plan of action. Step three in creating a BHAG, start small to go fast. Go slow to go fast. Great example of that is when you're in a relationship, if you actually take it slow, it will last and it will grow and it will grow fast. But if you jump in with two feet right away and, uh, you know, it's, it's like a hot fire that burns really hot and then burns itself away. So the same is true about anything that you want. Take small little steps every day and have those steps get bigger and bigger so that it's sustainable. You know, when I have clients that come to me and they're, they want six pack abs and they want a hot, strong body, and they're like, yeah, I'll go to the gym for two hours every day. I'm like, no, that, that's not okay. That's not what I want. If you've not worked out for the last 10 years and you think you're going to go to the gym for two hours every day, you're going to burn yourself out and it's not going to be lasting. I just want you to go for 10 minutes. Go touch a machine and leave. You know what I mean? So start small and grow. The fourth step to creating a BHAG and having it be real is you got to find support. Go get a coach. Go get a mentor. Make sure you're in groups surrounded by people that are doing it too, your peers. Make sure you find cheerleaders. And I've talked about um, the different types of support in some of my other podcasts, but those are what you want to look for. People who've done it, people who will help you do it, people who are doing it with you, and people who will cheerlead for you while you're doing it. The last step, step number five, enjoy the journey. This is important because a lot of us, me included, when I first started 
all of this stuff, when I first got into the fitness industry, I thought happiness existed at the destination. And for me at the time, the destination was uh, a hot, strong, size zero body. And when I got there, I was heartbroken that life was still hard. And so I only say that to say your happiness does not exist at the BHAG. It's in going for the BHAG. It's in the accomplishment that you're moving. The um, Just looking at every moment as an opportunity to still be here, to still be alive, and to uh, make a difference with others. So this was my very long morning podcast, and I hope you guys are having a great day. We'll be talking more about this this week because uh, I just need my hand held by you guys as I get closer to my 35th birthday. <laughs> but I hope you're having a great one. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you soon.